rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All righty. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tara Devlin. Hi. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's our Saturday evening get-together, which is nice. It's nice to have a set time, isn't it? Where you meet every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then you're rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes. And keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it and live it. I just realized I left my vacuum out. So it's in the corner. <laughs> You're getting to see behind the third wall or the fourth wall, whatever it is. Yes, there's my vacuum sitting over in the corner. That's what it is. Yeah, I'll do that. There, it disappeared. Uh, please become a patron and maybe we'll have a real show one day. And it won't just be in my living room. Although, we will have to have cats walking around. Uh-oh, speak... Oh, God, okay. I thought that was... Because I said, speaking of cats, I thought Tara Jr. was... Tara Jr. Jr. was walking over. No, he was just shifting in his nap... His little nap ball. He'll He'll wake up. And come visit. I need... I need a lot of emotional support. To tell you the truth, I'm surprised he's not sensing it. All right, yeah, all right, let me see what's going on. Guys, hello, hello. Thank you, Banterboard, for your amazing, right out of the gate, super chat. If you're on any other channel watching the show, come on over to YouTube, at, to the RDT Daily Facebook. I mean, you. I always say Facebook and YouTube. It just comes right out of my mouth. Uh, to the RDT Daily YouTube channel and hang out with the rest of the crew. Haiku is here. Lee in New York City. Ed, Steve, Errol, and Sixon. And Bantaboard. All right. Who is, what are you saying? Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us sing aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. All right. What is your point? Six and one. All right. Let's get the show on the road. I'm not in a good mood. Whatever. I thought I, I that was probably my first words. I would imagine when I got when I looked up and I saw that my mother was Jean Devlin. I was like, oh shit. Here we go. This is gonna be some some ride and. Whatever. I've been I feel like I've been battered been battered around and I think sometimes I get very negative. So uh thank you for putting up with me these past few weeks, uh while I work out my existential crisis. Cause it's not all about me. This is why I do the show. We're all I mean, what's the point, right? Sometimes I get like that. What is the meaning of life? It really is. I think about this every single day. What is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of life? There is no, no purpose for me. What is the point of life except to try, 
Try to make this world better. Otherwise, you're wasting time. Everything is just a frivolous indulgence that periodically pinpointing uh, or distracting yourself from the inevitable, your inevitable doom, which we will join the rest of all the millions and countless millions who've gone before us who blazed the trail, but we'll, uh, that's why I feel like you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta make, you gotta try, try to make this world better. And I think it gets overwhelming sometimes because you see, I, for me, I'll speak for myself, because there's so much delusion and so much there's just so much stupidity happening. And in a lot of ways, I feel that the Republicans are completely, they're a lost cause. This whole, you know, they love this whole lost cause myth of the South. That's all. That's only the Republicans, the Southerners, the racists trying to give themselves uh, well, to rewrite history and give themselves a noble cause to uh, to venerate, meaning you know the the Civil War. I mean, today I was watching because the reason I'm talking about it is that as we're speaking, well, maybe not right now, but the there's a bunch of fascists, racist fascists, morons, dupes. Uh, militia idiots who couldn't legitimately join the well-regulated militia because they wouldn't be able to pass the PT test. That's the bottom line. And they're such patriots, you see. And I'm not putting, hey, if somebody has physical problems or whatever, but if you want to join the well-regulated militia, you got to be able to do a couple of push-ups. So, obviously, looking at these proud boy, so-called proud boy morons, uh, they can barely get up, run up Stone Mountain. Because I saw, I'm not sure if you're watching, but there's a clash going on because the proud boy idiots are protecting a, the goddamn confederate statue you know the the best thing that we will will do we can do is somebody i'm 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 not saying you know i'm not trying to tell anybody to do anything but that ugly stone mountain facade we could do without that facade so that would be a um a righteous act of civil disobedience removing those uh, the, that ugly statue it's not a statue what do you call that uh relief or these no wonder it's like three dead lifeless um no soul i mean that's what it looks like there's no humanity at all it's just this cold profile of three racist assholes who took up arms against the United States. That's Stone Mountain, right? Let me see. Hold on. 
as I was looking at these pictures, I should show you what I was looking at so we can all talk about it instead of me just describing it. And where is it? Here it is. I'll show you my screen. Not that. That's the SoundCloud page. Put that over here. Let's see. Here we go. Look at these idiots. They can barely... Oh, fucking wrong page. God damn this. goddamn Ecamm. Holy shit. I'm trying to make a show here, please. I'm trying. Trying is the key word. Look at them. <gasps> it's a lot of work, this... Uh Keeping America great. <gasps> Who knew that keeping uh, America great would have so much uh, cardio? Look. Well, why don't they secede? This is what continuously comes to my mind. Do us a favor. I mean, maybe we'll secede. It doesn't matter. Let's break up. It's not working. This relationship, you know, I'm not getting my needs met in this relationship. No, it's not you. It's no, it's not me. It's you. That's for sure. It's not It's not that it's not you. It's me. No, no, no. It's definitely you. Cuz you're unfit. And I don't mean physically. You're unfit to function in a relationship. You haven't developed mentally, physically, spiritually out of the zygotes state well not zygote uh, no offense to zygotes because zygotes become people sometimes sometimes they become trumpanzees though that's the problem like in this picture i'm looking at this little girl here in the middle she's poor thing she doesn't know she that's her 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 one of her guardians took her there poor moron and it reminds me of the picture i saw well you probably saw it as well of the the kids in the georgia school that were in between classes but none of them had a mask none of them were social distancing and then the girl took the photo and got in trouble for taking a photo but all the kids apparently were saying how much they didn't want to wear a mask because it's about their freedom And you know where they're getting that from. That's the, the parents talking. They, their freedom. What about the freedom for the rest of us not to breathe your infested COVID air, your, your, your hot breath? They sicken the entire country. They've sickened us literally and figuratively. So... I have to ask again. I mean, maybe I should just change this, the title of the show to how much longer are we going to take it? Because that is the overarching question. How much longer do we take this? Do we have to pretend that we're dealing with anybody or a, a group of people that you can reasonably deal with? For example, let me show you something that I saw today on the corporate media. 
and I grabbed it. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There, uh, you know how it is on the corporate media. They all they have to go around periodically and interview Trump supporters. How you doing, Trump Anzi? Well, they don't put it like that, but they're how is uh, what do you think? How are you going to vote, Trump voter? As if they are a legitimate. <laughs> um, I mean, let me let, let's just play the the clip state of Florida, where almost 70% of residents are Hispanic. Reaction to Biden's vice presidential pick has been largely positive so far. Joe Biden really needed uh, someone on the ticket who represented kind of a bridging together All right, of, we'll get through of this. Uh, the divides in our country. And I think Kamala, Kamala Harris. If it's All right, it's coming up. It's coming up. She's a progressive thinker. Uh, she, she's very much on immigration, which is good. Um, so I think I think it was a wise choice. Then we go to Beaver okay. County, Pennsylvania, a traditional blue-collar Democratic stronghold that has grown more GOP-friendly in recent years. I'm glad that she said Democratic, because I have noticed that on corporate media, th th this is how the right-wingers infiltrate our mind and poison our entire society, even on so-called the liberal corporate media. They're not liberals, but you know what I'm saying for the sake of argument, um, they would say Democrat counties. Good thing, good, this girl, the girl, the woman who is doing this story, I don't know who she is, but she gets points for saying Democratic. This is why how Republicans infest our consciousness, our zeitgeist, and exactly why they need to be summarily and unapologetically put in their place. Democrat. Democrat counties. I'm, I, I listen to the corporate media half cringing, waiting for them to say Democrat counties or Democrat representative or Democrat. I mean, it's not, that's not how you say it. And nobody ever corrects them. It's Democratic, you son of a bitch. But anyway, she said it, so why am I going off? I, I'm, because I'm traumatized, that's why. It's called post-traumatic stress disorder, and I have it. I, I have it in, in droves. Everywhere I look, there's, I got PTSD. It's not good. More GOP-friendly in recent years. Here's what one undecided voter who voted for Trump undecided. back in 2016 wants to see from the Biden... Look, remember, she's undecided. After it's been three years, she voted for Trump in 2016. You could, uh, no, and I, you know, I almost said you could almost forgive her. No, you can't. No, I don't forgive them. They should have known. They know he's a con man. We have the receipts. We know his history of being a tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator envying, goddamn ghoul, a greed centered ghoul. So give me a break here. So she's, uh, she's undecided. 160,000 and counting dead Americans. She's undecided, though. Five million sick Americans and counting. She's undecided. 
40 million out of work and counting. We're on the verge of another Republican Great Depression. She's undecided. She needs to see a little more. What more do you need? What what does he have to come up to you from behind and uh, grab you by the pussy? What does he got to do? Pick your pocket? He's got to sneak into your room in the middle of the night and steal your wallet? I'm undecided. I haven't seen enough to make a decision. I haven't seen enough mass graves. uh, This is why. I'm like, get me out of here. I really need a seance. I need somebody who can speak to the dead. Because I want to talk to my grandmother. I need to have some strong, harsh words with her. What the F were you thinking? Bringing me over here. Not me. I mean, I wasn't born yet. I want her to explain herself. You were in a nice, a, a, a very nice country. Why? Why? You had to bring my father. You had to have my father here. This is what my grandmother did. She had my father here in the United States so they could all get citizenship. My father was an anchor baby. Yeah, just like Trump's, like Trump's father. That's why I hate these Republicans. They are the enemies that the founders warned us about. They're not somebody that we're going to reach across the aisle and deal with rationally. Those days are over. If somebody is legitimately, she's, she is with a straight face saying she's undecided. That woman is a lost cause. She's somebody they should have just said, okay, wrap it up, boys. We're out of here. This is a, this is, we can't put a camera in front of a mentally ill person. She doesn't know what she's saying. We have ethical standards here. Well, here, let's let her speak. This campaign. I'm really happy having not only a woman, but a black woman um, chosen. Now, as far as how that's going to end up, I don't know. You know, I, I'm looking forward to the debates, to the to the conventions. I want to I want to know more. I d- you want to know more? She's not decided. She voted for Trump in 2016, but she needs to know more. She wants. She likes that Joe Biden picked a woman and a black woman. Uh, I, I I'm so. I'm, I'm so up to my eyebrows with this already. A woman of color. If I hear woman of color one more time, thank God we're not in a drinking game where everybody has to drink when they say woman of color on the corporate media. Woman of color. One day, I'm telling you, it's the truth. That phrase, woman of color, or anybody of color, people of color, that's going to be as... um archaic as to say the phrase colored people it's incredibly tedious but isn't it though living in this country damn that music cue came up quick 
Well, here's genius, this genius Pennsylvania woman. She's so rational sounding, though. She voted for Trump as if, you know, they put the camera in front of her and said, oh, you voted for Trump as if that's a normal thing to do. Oh, yes, just like somebody would put in 1930, whatever, put a camera and say, oh, yes, I voted for Hitler. I really liked his policies, the Autobahn. I liked that he was making Germany great again. And I, I now I don't know. When uh, the Allies liberated the concentration camps, I have to see. I really need to see some more. What else do they have? Do, um, I mean, they they might have t- taken these uh poor, poor bag of bones uh, that used to be my neighbors and shown me the images of these atrocities. But, you know, it's not really, I'm not really feeling the atrocity. It's not hitting me personally. So, you know, I I need to see a little more. Maybe, um, I don't know, he can, I'm glad that they picked a person a woman person of of uh, darker pigment, pigment. <laughs> but I need to see a little more. I mean, you know, no one snatched my baby from my arms, and I never. I don't know. I have my job, and so far I'm not dead from the COVID that Twitter said was a, gonna gonna magically disappear, while him and the rest of his corrupt cabal turned our federal treasury into their own personal piggy bank. But I, you know, I need to see more. Oh, uh, don't, don't worry about all those post office boxes and or those mailboxes disappearing. That's weird, but I, I just got to see a little more. What do they have? What, what, what are they going to do for me? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I, I mean, because I voted for Trump, and I'm still, I am an undecided voter now after 40 million unemployed and 160,000 dead and 5 million and counting sick. I'm just so undecided. Why wouldn't, you know, all right, all right, guys, you understand, if this was a sane society, that effing woman wouldn't would be ashamed of herself she wouldn't she wouldn't be putting herself on national television to say something so ridiculously stupid i'm undecided yeah i don't know um i either want to eat um this i don't know a salad with a side of chips but uh, or this shit sandwich, I'm undecided. Well, the shit sandwich has uh, fingernails, pig feces, pig uh, pig vulvas and penises in it. But I'm undecided. Where do we live? It's the this country. It's the corporate media. It's the entire apparatus of corruption. Uh, the circle jerk of funneling money to the top that created a woman like this who's undecided after three and a half years of corruption, crime, a crime spree, idiocy, stupidity, dictator coddling, 
embarrassment, tearing down of decency, dignity, and democracy. And this bitch is undecided. And look at her. She's all very, yeah. I'm. Uh, her arms and hands are are quite expressive. She's got a difficult decision in front of her. Corpses, death, destruction, concentrated wealth, babies not knowing where the, their parents are, screaming, "Mommy, mommy, mommy." The embarrassment of having a tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man who can't spell, who doesn't know where to put the apostrophe and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Doesn't know when to use their or they, T-H-E-I-R or T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. This is what we're talking about. I want to hear what they're going to do for small businesses, how they're going to help small businesses, how they're going to help families. Um. Well, maybe they will help small businesses by not murdering 160,000 more of us. Potential customers and small businesses, people who could work at a small business, go to a small business. You know, no more uh, those 160,000 Americans there. No more small businesses for them. Sickening. The selfishness, the stupidity, the ignorance. This person should be embarrassed. But, of course, she's not. They treat her as if she has a legitimate point of view. But I'm of the opinion that some people don't have legitimate points of view. They're just wrong. Or they're just stupid. If they haven't seen enough, what's it going to take? Honey, you're just as bad as the Nazis, in my opinion. Oh, a liberal talker calls Trump voter not. Yeah, bitch, I did. Because that's what you are. If you enable, you're you may not say, "Oh, I'm I'm not for the Nazis." I, you know, when he was calling the Tiki Torch Nazi parade very fine people, you know, I'm not. I don't go in for all that. Well, honey, you take the whole package. God damn it. You voted for the whole package. You can't say, oh, I like Hitler for the Autobahn, but I cross, uh, I cross myself off the list when it comes to the concentration camps and the neighbors disappearing in the middle of the night. What will Trump do for small businesses? Nothing. What has he done? He will do nothing while they close because of the coronavirus. That's what he'll do, what he has always done. Nothing, and lie about it. I need to see some more, though. Are you fucking crazy? Do you have eyes? Where? Do you have eyes, a brain? Are the eyes connected to the brain? Are you getting the signals that your eyes are absorbing? What the heck? I need to see more. Let's see. This bitch needs a laugh track. 
I'm really happy having a, a, not only a woman, but a black woman um, chosen. Now, as far as how that's going to end up, I don't know. You know, I, I'm looking forward to the debates, to the to the conventions. I want to I want to know more. I definitely want to hear what they're going to do for small businesses, how they're going to help small businesses, how they're going to help families um, make it through this pandemic. How they're going to help families make it through? Because Trump is doing such a great job, right? I just need to know how they're going to help families. How about help, if they help families in any way, shape, or form, that means they're actually helping families as opposed to t- turning around and saying it's going to disappear like magic. Uh, so w- look over here while I put on another show to distract the morons. I need to know, what's he going to do for me? Well, what has he done for you in small business? These fucking people, I I can't. I really can't. I have up to my eyebrows. I'm up to my forehead. I'm up to the goddamn roof with these people. I can't take them anymore. Ridiculous. And then, you know what else is ridiculous, though? It's the shaming she, that she's not being publicly shamed. Because there's a place for shaming in, our, in humanity. That's why we have the, the sensation, the feeling of shame. Feelings are Mother Nature's way of reminding us that we're all interconnected, that we're all depend, interdependent. Otherwise, it wouldn't matter. We wouldn't have these emotions or feelings. We wouldn't care what other people think. So, because we are an interdependent species, we have emotional cues that remind us that we are connected. And shaming is one of them. When you're not, when you don't act like, when you act like a Trump and Z, let's, bottom line, you're... Uh, normal people, patriotic people have the right to shame you into saying, hey, that's not, we don't, this is not the kind of civilization uh, and the kind of human that we want to cultivate. Somebody who doesn't give a shit about the fact that we're, we have lost uh, 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 nearly going on 200,000 Americans in three months because of ineptitude. And there is, yeah, there's a place for shaming. So, yes, Ed, on the chat, Trumpers feel no shame. That's true. That's their American birthright. If, if When I watch them, I, you know, I watch them, I kind of study them like Jane Goodall studied the apes so but I I see them as uh, an interesting species of course but they're not interesting in a way that they're so they're very easy to unpack it's they they you're right they don't feel shame and the fact is that they feel what it is. I'm trying to formulate it. I know what it, I'm trying to get it out of my, from my brain to out of my mouth here. So, um, they, they 
feel that this is why they get so triggered with when whenever liberals, oh, I, liberal PC or whatever, they don't want to, because they think that not giving a shit about anybody else is freedom. That's their American birthright. And they don't want to feel they can't they can't handle um, they don't like when people make them feel bad about them, the fact that they, you know, are better off in the dung heap of history. That's really the bottom line. They're more comfortable back where the rest of the human race has, has evolved away from. Which is why the Trump Anzis constantly dragging us back down to their level. They don't they're very fragile and it takes strength, you see, and courage and maturity to to change and evolve. To see something. Okay, I uh, to see that something's not right in your life, or maybe you're not approaching something uh, in a way that is um i don't know let's say your your you, like for example my grandmother used to i can't even say this word now cuz we would say she'd say uh oriental right the orientals she didn't know that's where she came from and i would remind her grandma that's not i mean i'm talking about my mother's mother not my irish mother uh my well they were all irish but she was she was my other grandmother was born in brooklyn <laughs> so anyway that's how they talked and she and i would remind her grandma that that's offensive they don't uh you don't say oriental cuz oriental is a thing it's not a person but she didn't really say it to be mean. You know what I mean? It was just the way she spoke. And but whether she meant to be mean or not, racism, race was all over her, her uh, well, just all over the identity of her generation. Everybody was there, whatever they were, like the, that Polish guy, that Irish guy. That, that's how they were described. That black guy, that oriental. So, and we, you know, we have come a long way from there. So the point is with these Trump Anzis, some people can hear that and they will make the adjustments. They'll say, oh, okay. They don't, uh, people don't like to be called orientals. They don't like to be called things. So I will change. Whereas Trump and Z's, they don't want to change. They have no interest in having any community. So they feel like it's their birthright. It's an infringement on their freedom to be able to call you the N-word or whatever they feel like they um yeah, they can call you. It's because it's really about um privilege as well. They don't have to think about this all the time because it's their it's their privilege. That's why privilege in a nutshell. 
But most people, so if you really want to, it's like a relationship or whatever. If you want a relationship that is, that functions and works, if you want to work and it's not working, let's say you're having a relationship and it's not working. If your partner or whoever says, or a family, let's say you're having a family dynamic that's breaking down and you don't, and the, you don't listen to the other person and respect them enough to at least call them what they want to be called, then there is no hope. So that's how I feel about Republicans. They are not, they have absolutely no interest in having a functioning society. They don't want to share the United States. They don't want to be, uh, they don't want to manifest the e pluribus unum motto not in the least look at them running up a hill waving a flag of losers and traitors well i say good goodbye take your flag of losers and traitors and get the f out go i will happily let you go i don't want you here i think it would be better off don't you think we could break this country up they can have whatever. I mean, I know there are decent, normal people in all these different states that are primarily red states, but we can come up with some reasonable accommodation for everyone. They can have, I don't know, Wyoming, Kansas, some, some the, the fruited plains. Good. Build a wall. Let I, I, that's how I see it because I don't see us ever getting together. Really, how can we? Last night on the show, we were talking about the Roman civic ethos that conquered Western civilization. It wasn't the military; it was the civil heart of the Roman people that they. They had a spirit of we're, we're in this together. We don't have that spirit here. They, and if we ever did, they deliberately dismantled it. They like to pull it out on occasion, like on 9-11 they pulled it out so we would go attack a country that didn't attack us and fulfill a wish that Republicans had been wanting to pursue for decades. So right out in the open, they, we have the documents, you know, the Project for a New American Century. It says it right there. And so there you go. They have no interest. Republicans have no interest. They're, they're running up a mountain with traitors carved into the facade while waving the flag of traitors and losers who fought, who rebelled against this country because they wanted to own human beings, other human, our, they wanted to own our effing fellow Americans, these sons of bitches. Not black people. They wanted to own us, people, our American Brothers and sisters, how dare they? And now they still can't get over it. Their dumb, stupid ancestors were dumb enough to pick up 
uh, to take up arms against the country because the rich wanted to own our fellow Americans? F them. And we're all supposed to oh, be respectful of their heritage. No. Be respectful of their heritage? You don't, you, you don't hang up statues. You don't put up statues or wave flags of traitors. And then turn around and call yourself a patriot. Because you're not a patriot. In fact, you're waving the flag of people who killed Americans? Then you're, you're a traitor. Like your goddamn traitor, the, like your traitor so-called president and his goddamn Russian handler. I hate this country. Anti-democratic loathing. They hate this country. If they loved it, they would want the country to heal and they would do their best to participate in that. It's true. They wouldn't be like, ooh, waving their stupid flag of a traitor. Run, ah, I'm running up the side of a hill. All lives matter. Freedom. Freedom. You wouldn't know freedom if it bit you on the ball sack, you bunch of morons. Freedom? You're not free. You're a dupe. I love these dupes who, they're so, they're all perusing the QAnon message boards for the latest conspiracy du jour, but they don't see the conspiracy right in front of their faces. In the, in the form of a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man. Let's get back to this lady. Well, I don't know why she's up here on the screen. I need to figure out. I haven't seen enough death and mass graves. I don't know. What's he going to do? What's his plan for um, small businesses? Well, guess what? If it's, if it's a plan, they have a, a one up against Trump. One up on Trump. Because he ain't got no plan. His plan is to lie. That's the plan. That's always been the plan. To steal other people's money and lie. And you're a, if you're, you're undecided, you're stupid. Chosen. Now, as far as how that's going to end up, I don't know. You know, I, oh, I'm who looking knows? for the d debates to the, to the conventions. I wanna... Yes, I need to hear. What are they going to say at the debate? How about they're going to say, um, we will actually do something about this pandemic rather than call a press conference in front of a bunch of rich, white, goddamn club owners, golf club owners, so I can put on a show and tell everybody the latest scam. I mean, we're, it's just a scam. Trump is a con artist. They might as well play those press conferences in the middle of the night like an infomercial. There's no difference. Whether he's selling squeegees or miracle cures or... Well, he is selling a miracle cure. 
or hair regrower. These people are insane. I need to see more. I need this lady's number, frankly. I got to get this bitch on the show. The debates to the to the conventions. I want to I want to know more. I definitely want to hear what they're going to do for small businesses. How they're going to help small businesses. How they're going to help families um, make it through this pandemic. How they're going to help families. What they're going to do for. Well, if they do anything, it'll be a lot more than what's being done. That you know, because what's being done right now is nothing. I need to see more. I I'm sorry, guys. I'm stuck on this. I'm like in a, I feel like I'm in a, uh, uh, I don't know. I never took K, special K, but uh, here you get stuck in a K hole. I'm stuck in a Trump and Z hole. I can't get past it. And that's why I'm like, what? Get us, get me out of here. Get these people out of here. What is he going to do? What are they going to do for small business? Well, I guess I, I'm going to go out on a limb, but I think it's going to be a lot more than nothing than what we have. I think it'll be something, which is a lot more than what we have right now, which is nothing. And she's so reasonable looking too, right? Very, yes, everyone, with my hands clasped so sincerely. I really need to think. Yeah, I'm one of those voters who haven't um, thought about mass graves much in my lifetime. <laughs> as long as I'm not in a mass grave, it's not me. It's not my family in the mass grave. These people are irredeemable. And that's why, you know, they put a goddamn camera in front of this lady when they should be publicly shaming her. There is a place for public shaming. And which is why I was so, I was very pleased, actually, believe it or not, in between all my today of, I had a bad day today. In my mind, I mean, it's hard to say you have a bad day. It's sort of a waste, right? Everything um, is a choice, right? Whether you have a day, a bad day, a good day, it doesn't matter what, everybody has days, but, it's a, I, when I'm in a better mind frame, I realize that, but I think, uh, the past few weeks have been really beating me down and I'm only human. Alas, alas, alas. But I did get, I was, um, I got a little hopeful, believe it or not, not hope. I don't know. What's the word? I, I was pleasantly not surprised, but I was pleased when I saw that uh, amazing, wonderful fellow American patriots were picketing in front of uh, that Louis DeJoy's house. Let's see. The, now, for those who don't know, if you're new to the show or just not really paying attention to politics, which I'm glad you're here in that case. Yeah. Uh, Louis DeJoy is Trump's postmaster general. 
he's another one of these flunkies that Republicans put into office. They put in charge of the agencies that they are tasked to destroy. This has been going on. It hasn't. It's not uh, a Trump original. It's been going on for, since Reagan. That's how you know that Republicans are the enemies that the founders warned us about. What, what, what political party that wants a functioning society and a functioning democratic republic puts people in charge of agencies who are actively hostile to those agencies, like the EPA and the uh, Labor Board and the Social Security Administration, the VA, they're in there to dismantle the agencies. And now this one, they've been doing this all along. You see, if DeJoy had just done it subtly under the radar, except that's the thing with Trump. They're like over the top, you know, with the, they, they're not using the dog whistles anymore. The racist dog whistles are out the window. They're out there with a bullhorn. And they're like a bull in a china shop, smashing and grabbing and busting everything up. But Republicans have been doing this for generations, putting people in charge of the agencies and tasking them, that they hate, agencies that they hate, and tasking them with destroying those agencies. Because they are the very, they're the same um, enemies that the founders rebelled against. These are the, they're, they're not just fascists. These are the, these are like the loyalists. They're the British loyalists. They're still fighting the American Revolution. Yeah, goddamn it. You're goddamn right. They want to roll back the American Revolution. And they're be they're quite successful at it. They want a system where the rich own everything and everybody else knows their place. That's it. Where government does nothing for you. You don't expect government to do anything. It's not of by and for the people. No, no, no. Government is of, by, and for the rich. That's the way God made it. And that's the way Western civilization was ruled for thousands of years. And they, that's what they told the people. You got a problem? You need charity? You, you, fell, you fell on hard times or down on your luck? Go to the church. There's no social safety. There's no e pluribus unum. There's no get. Uh, g- there's no public education. Education is the providence of the rich. That's the country. This is the system, guys. I'm not just being hyperbolic. You know it. Look at what they're doing. Know them by their fruits. They are dismantling the entire uh, American Revolution. Absolutely. This attack on the post office. That's the, the post office is our oldest institution. It's older than the United States itself. So it makes sense that these agents, these agents of monarchy, the economic royalists, as FDR called them, 
and rightfully so, that these economic royalists are dismantling our oldest American institution that it existed before the American, the, 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 the Amer- uh, before America herself. Of course. So, anyway, the, uh, the good thing is that people aren't taking it. I'm glad to see that, for once, on the corporate media, they're talking about it, this important, very important, uh, no, uh, what do you call it, um, telling people about, I, I don't know, I can't find the words. I think my brain is broken permanently. Hopefully not, but they are, um, what do you call it? On the corporate media, are, they're telling people about these egregious attacks. Now, I really want to see us get to the point where when they go and start pulling up these mailboxes that the American people prevent them from doing it. But in a lot of ways, that's too late. There, there are, there's images coming out from New York City, all over the country, mailboxes being removed. Disgusting. I mean, aren't they disgusting? And they think we're stupid, too. Just uh, DeJoy's, his, um, his excuses. Oh, it's all about efficiency. We're trying to make it efficient. The post office, and he's like, oh, I'm a businessman. F you, businessman. There are some things that are more important than business. And one thing that annoyed me listening to the corporate media, besides everything else that annoys me about the corporate media, is that they were saying, they're presenting DeJoy's argument as if he's sincere, saying, well, DeJoy says that he's doing it for because he's trying to make the post office business efficient because he's trying. What are you talking about? Because he's a businessman, so he's trying to make it run more efficiently. Why are they? Why are you presenting it like that? As if he is, he's as if he's not lying to everyone's faces. That's the problem with the corporate media. They give these fascists the propaganda. They give them the legitimacy. They do them their a, a favor. They they do the work of the propaganda by 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 spreading it, but. Um, where is it? The, it was great that, here, what the heck is it? God damn it. Hmm. They, that, where the fuck? See, this is why I need a producer, too. People are outside DeJoy's house, and it's amazing. And that's what they have to do. I hope he's inside. I don't know if he's inside or not, but there's a, a lot of people here I'll show you my screen and banging pots and pans great that's what you have to do this is how you do it everyone don't let him move. Don't let him walk down the street. Go to what? Get some takeout. 
take a stroll. No! Those are the privileges that are reserved for patriots, normal people, decent people, not fascists who are destroying the United States. They don't get to go for a stroll. They don't get to go, I don't know, to the Apple store. I'm only saying that because I remember Sean Spicer at the Apple store. Remember that? Sean Spicer went to the Apple store and he was confronted by someone. This is in the beginning of this so-called Trump administration. And there was such controversy. Shouldn't he be allowed to go to the Apple store without being harassed? Oh, these liberals. They're so mean to fascists. Well, yeah. No, he shouldn't be allowed to walk among decent society. It's the same thing with Kirsten Nelson, the one who was separating kids from their parents in the beginning. She went, oh, poor little thing. And then there was, well, was it, um, you know, they went out to eat. Oh, it's so, we can't even go out to eat without being harassed by the liberal mob. Yeah. That's called civil disobedience. And yeah, you're right. It, it's meant to make it so you, the next time you you want to sign an order separating babies from their parents, you think twice. Oh, speaking of babies and their parents, come over here. Come on. Come on. Huh? Are you still coming or going? Come on. You're a big baby. You're a big baby. And yeah. I'm sorry. You have to just relax. There's the star of the show. I need to get a theme for both of them. Tara Jr. Jr. and Francis Jr. Jr. Right? Would you like a theme for yourself? A Tara Jr. Jr. theme. Where was I? Where are you guys? Oh my God, my life. Well, what it could be worse? Oh, guys, thank you for your super chats. I'm checking out the chat. If you're on any other platform, come on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT daily media and join the rest of the crew over here. And I want to thank you, Banterboard and Haiku and Jim and JD. Thank you. And Shannon, thank you for your super chats. It really means the world. It real. I'm not saying that. I'm not just saying that because I'm barely hanging by a thread. I mean it. So, all right, where are, where was I? Where was me? This is how the lady, so the lady, she's not sure if she, she needs to see a little bit more. What will happen? Will I end up in a mass grave? You know, it all depends. Should I, um, I don't know. I voted for Trump in 2016. 
even though he came down and escalated calling millions of American of Mex- Americans of Mexican descent and uh, and other human beings just a whole bunch of people rapists based on their ethnicity you know i have no problem with that though what's he going to do for me makes me sick and then he was lying remember all the lies about the caravan and and how about falling in love with kim jong un and and uh talking about how about uh, the audit is the audit over yet uh, i mean how about the litany of lies no it's all it's all good the racism the the sexism i it can't, it, it it's beyond comprehension she needs to see more after how many months of the coronavirus remember uh, in march we were told by pence that we had 15 days to to slow the spread. We're now in the third month. What is it? That, no, it's actually like the fourth or fifth month. Wait, March, April, May, June. March, April, May, June, July. Six months of 15 days to slow the spread. <laughs> and maybe they should have changed that to a different branding. Uh, how about uh, six months until you're dead? So uh, all you got to do is know them by their fruit. Oh, gee, I don't know. I need to see more. Maybe um, maybe I won't end up in a, in a mass grave. You know, no, one's, I, no one in my family's in a mass grave. So what's he going to do for small business? Um, I don't know. I don't have coronavirus, so doesn't matter if five million of my fellow americans do what's he gonna do for me how about what what's he gonna do for uh, i don't know i'm not in a in a mass grave so why not well um from the washington post life here in britain is is largely returning to normal highlighting trump's failures in america by Brian Kloss. Boris Johnson's Britain, which ain't exactly um, a liberal bastion, has hardly been a shrinking star of government responses to the coronavirus pandemic or shining star. See, I can't read either. I can't read. I can't talk. My brain is broken. I have a lot of negative self-talk going on in my mind lately. It's not good. It ain't good. I know I I've I've often shared with you guys. That's probably why some people like the show. They're waiting to see if this is the show where I finally crack on the air. Eh, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. I'm not saying it would. I'm saying it could. So, all right, where are we going? Where, where, where are we going here? All right, Boris Johnson's Britain has hardly been a shining star of government responses to the coronavirus pandemic. Beyond having one of the worst death rates in the world, Britain's economy tanked more than 20% in the second quarter, ushering in the worst recession in recorded economic history. 
This dis- this dismal performance counts as one of the worst in Europe. The prime minister tragically underlined the point by coming down with the novel coronavirus himself, just weeks after previously boasting that I shook hands with everyone in the hospital that was treating coronavirus patients. He has since fully recovered. Well, well what are you going to do? Can't win them all. <laughs> Liberal talkers wishes death on Johnson, Boris Johnson. And yet, the experiences of living in Britain, a pandemic disaster by global standards, only highlights how uniquely abysmal President Trump's response, so-called President Trump, has been in the United States. Britain messed up, but at least the government isn't attacking its own scientists, peddling dangerous drugs, promising the virus will just disappear like a miracle, hypothesizing about the benefits of injecting disinfectants, spreading disinformation about objective health statistics, retreating doctors who claim that demons cause illness or trying to eliminate the health insurance coverage of millions of people during a raging pandemic. Instead, life is starting to look a bit more normal here in the United Kingdom, all without an American-style premature reopening. There you go. Because Republicans in this country, they're infants. It takes maturity. Don't you remember? We all do when you're a kid. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It takes maturity to, all right, adult. Let's, uh, let's do some adulting and stay inside. Wear a mask. Let's inconvenience ourselves a little bit so we can actually defeat this goddamn virus and get back to normal, for real. Not Republicans. They couldn't, please, coordinate community spirit. Get out of here. I, the only shining light in this whole situation is that I hope they get it. But the downside of that is that normal, decent people will also be affected. And they don't deserve that. Where was I? And when you read the litany, when it's laid out right in front of you, this is not over. It's only up until now that... There will be more outrages added to this list of attacking scientists, peddling dangerous drugs, promising the virus will disappear like a miracle, hypothesizing about the benefits of injecting disinfectants. Yes, that's that really happened. Spreading disinformation about objective health statistics, retweeting doctors who claim that demons cause illness. Yes. We, he did that. I mean, this is not, if somebody had written this for a a high school or, I mean, a high school, a Hollywood movie or whatever, nobody would believe it. Retweeting doctors who claim that demons cause the illness. And this is what they, people are latching on to that. Who are all of these nosy people? Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon. All right, all right, I know. 
or trying to eliminate the health insurance coverage of millions of people during a raging pandemic. Yeah, that's happening. Instead, life is returning uh, or looking just a bit more normal here in the United Kingdom without an American-style premature reopening. Masks are finally required in all shops and on public transit, a long overdue measure. Streets in London have regained much of their formal bus- former bustle. Restaurants are buzzing again, including indoor dining. The government has launched Eat Out to Help Out, a scheme in which the government pays half of your restaurant bills on Mondays. These are interesting ways to address um, the economic crisis. Of course, they couldn't do that here because Trump, he's withholding money to the states. Now, wait till it all comes home to roost then. That's another reason why we have to get these fascists out of office because we're on the verge of another Republican Great Depression, that's for sure. And as soon as the state's budget shortfalls come home to roost, more people will be laid off. And that will include government essential workers like, those who are battling the coronavirus and it's only going to get worse it will get worse the people who were expecting and needed that extra six hundred dollars for a lifeline that were spending it immediately spending it putting it right back into the economy that's going to make a difference that the absence of the $600 is going to be catastrophic to all of us, not just those who are on unemployment. We're all on unemployment. I hate to tell you the whole economy, all of us, we're in this together. Oh, not, Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not the rich, not the 1%. Only us, the workers, the people who work for a living, who get out of bed every morning, the suckers. The ones who weren't born on third base thinking they hit a triple or they didn't inherit um, their daddy's advertising agency or pull themselves up by their bootstraps and marry a con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. Okay, uh, the government has launched Eat Out to Takeout, which the government pays half of your restaurant bill on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays in August. Pints are being poured in Britain's pubs, though now you have to fill out a track and trace form in exchange for the privilege to drink one. Well, that's how you contain the virus. If somebody comes down with it, you know who they've contact, they've come in contact with. Not here in the United States of Serfs and Lords. You know, Twitler's boasting about how much testing we're doing, which is bullshit. And he's also, he's reducing the amount of testing. But by the time the tests come back, it's nullified. Since they're not doing them in, um, in, a, in uh, it's basically a waste of time. If you get the test back five days later, you, how many people have you encountered in those five days? God damn it. And more. 
A sizable minority of office workers have returned to their desks, albeit with more plexiglass in place. When local spikes do occur, as inevitable, there's a rapid response plan in place to localize and neutralize them. Preparations are being made for all school children to safely return to classrooms for, with some public health experts expected to sign off on the move. The statistics are encouraging. Two, the last seven-day rolling average of death has the United Kingdom around 40 COVID-19 deaths per day, or about one death per 1.5 million residents. By contrast, that same statistic in the United States is, wait for it, wait, 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 1,150 deaths for per day on average. In England, it's 40, 1,150, or roughly one death for every two hundred thousand and two hundred and two hundred and ninety thousand people that comparison is even more glaring because britain has the highest current death rate in europe italy for example has been averaging about six deaths per day or to put it bluntly at the moment the united states has a covid death rate that is five times worse than any country in europe well uh, he told us he was going to make America great. The most likely explanation for these differences is straightforward. Britain implemented a much more serious national lockdown than the United States and stuck with it until the virus was largely under control. Much of the United States, particularly states controlled by Republican governors, otherwise known as trump moron dupes, and lick spittles reopened prematurely at the president's urging, right? Liberate Virginia. Liberate Michigan. Liberate. Liberate your soul from your corpse. Oh, God. For roughly six weeks, from late March until early May, Britons faced strict measures that were enforceable by the police. It was illegal to leave your home without a reasonable excuse, which for most people meant leaving only for essential supplies or for one form of exercise per day. Visiting another person's home was prohibited, even if they were a family member. In fact, the biggest Westminster scandal this year occurred when one of the Johnson's, one of Johnson's top, top advisors, Dominique Cummings, drove out of London in his own car and then visited a scenic town with his family, violating rules that he helped produce. Well, that sounds like a conservative for you, right? Rules are for other people. They don't have rules. They make the rules. They don't abide by them because they're not part of the community. Where they, They're in government to ensure that they get richer and that they control the dupes. When reopening finally took place in Britain, it was gradual, covered by strict guidance, when the, with the government unafraid to reinstate local lockdowns as needed. Crucially, there, have been, there has been a national approach ensuring that public health measures are coordinated. The United States, by contrast, has been plagued by a patchwork approach because of gaping black hole of national leadership. 
the state-by-state, county-by-county public health jigsaw in the United States has created unnecessarily, unnecessary vulnerabilities. As a case in point, 250,000 motorcyclists are currently gathering in a tiny South Dakota town, <laughs> even packing themselves together for crowded concerts. Few are wearing masks. They will soon return to their home states, seeding new outbreaks. In Britain, most gatherings of more than 30 people are illegal. Trump's favorite lie, the differences in the current national pandemic trajectories are due to testing, doesn't hold up very well with the United Kingdom. Britain has conducted 278 tests for every 1,000 residents. The United States has conducted just over 200 tests for every 1,000 residents. Britain's pandemic response was a failure. The British government continues to make serious mistakes, with some scientists still questioning its strategy. But the fact that the United Kingdom is now a, on a drastically better trajectory, trajectory, ugh, I can't talk, trajectory than the United States underscores a depressing les lesson. Trump's incompetence and his indifference to mass death was the policy choice. It didn't have to be this way. That's it. Trump is a con man. Oh, well, I need to see a little more. I want to see. What will Joe Biden say? What, what are they going to do for me and my small business? I haven't seen enough death and corpses. Well, I didn't see the corpses myself. I, I turn. Why do I need to see my, my I, I don't need to stress my beautiful eyes on corpses and mass graves what are you going to do for my small business i didn't I, I didn't mind when you said that mexicans were rapists and uh, because i i wasn't a mexican or a rapist or or were i was i raped by a mexican i don't know when you ripped babies from the arms of their mothers i it wasn't me i wasn't a baby i said nothing because i wasn't a baby um but when you said that t tiki torching Nazis were very fine people, I said nothing. I need to see a little more because I was worried about uh, what are you going to do for small business? Because I heard that you were a successful businessman on reality TV. So I'm wondering, I need to see a little bit more. What else you got? Um... I'm not, uh, well, you know, a couple of mass graves. What are you going to do? Unbelievable. At least look at all those judges. Look at all those unqualified judges being stuffed onto the court. Ridiculous. That's why I'm hopeless sometimes. Where do we live? Where people are they're undecided and then a corporate media sticks a microphone in their face as if they're legitimate and and not with the purpose of mocking them you see the the reporter should have stuck the microphone in that woman's face and been like can you believe this person she is undecided after everything we've seen 
after the injection being uh, being t- uh, suggest suggesting to be in to I can't even talk suggesting to inject yourself with bleach after the attacking of the scientists the peddling of the drugs the the hydroxychloroquine it's like a joke this god he might as well have peddled trump network vitamins it's the same goddamn thing and then you have all of these dumbasses like Louis Gohmert saying, I'm taking hydroxychloroquine to pay no attention to the, the infectious disease doctors who have been working on infectious disease, diseases their entire life. They're part of the deep state. I'm going to listen to the con man who bankrupted a casino five times, six times over and had a bankrupt fake university and a fake vitamin scam that he ran into the ground in two years. This is where we live. God. Oh, God. Anyway. I know I say anyway a lot. I'm sorry. I want to thank you all for hanging out with me tonight. And for all your super chats that keep the show going, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin so we can have a daily show. That's the goal. Maybe, um, hopefully we'll get there before I have a nervous breakdown. That would be nice. So, yeah, exactly. What, what, where's the other thing I wanted to talk about? We're running out of time. Oh, last thing. I know these Saturday nights are short. I know. Um, It's already begun. So this week coming up, I'm looking forward to it, that we will be, uh, I guess, we'll figure out shows during the week, hopefully. But they're, they're, we're going into the Democratic Convention. It can't happen f- quick enough. I, you know what? It's not the Democratic Convention can happen quick enough. The the election can happen quick enough. But there are... So, okay. Now, you know that I... What I believe is universal health care, universal higher education, everybody in, nobody out. These are the only American values. And that's how we have to promote it. If you're... If you leave... Anybody behind, you're not a patriot. Okay? That's how we have to promote it. But Joe Biden, he's for a public option. Uh, Whatever. So during the Democratic Convention, it's already begun. The insurance racket, they will be running ads against... Joe Biden's mealy mouth public option. Because you know why? Because they're not the 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 insurance racket is they got a really good thing going on. And it's not about your health. They have they they don't want to have to figure out another way to siphon money out of you. These scummy, scummy people 
they they use you. You're nothing but a host from which to suck profit and discard. So stay tuned. They're already attacking this public option. And if you're on Progressive Voices or FYI Nation, you can listen to the rest of the show on iTunes or at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Whoa, I hit the wrong button. Remember, we're on the right side of history, the right side of democracy, and the right side of humanity. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. And we're back. See how that works? I don't know. Whatever. I can only do what I can do. So here's the ad. I should have timed the show better. Instead of, I just couldn't get off that lady. You know what I mean? It's, sometimes that's how it goes. Here's the, here's the ad that they're going to run, that the insurance racket will be running on during the Democratic convention. Every American wants health care they can afford and trust. The public option does the opposite. It's government-controlled health insurance, a one-size-fits-all approach that could raise our payroll oh, taxes shit. by $2,300. I fucked Every that up. American I'm sorry. Every American wants health they can afford and trust. The public option does the opposite. It's government-controlled health insurance, a one-size-fits-all approach that could raise our payroll taxes by $2,300 and become the oh my third God. largest government program. Americans want more health care choices yes, and choice. costs, and for private coverage to work together with yeah. Medicare and Medicaid. Let's like in a public option? Working, not start over. Yeah, let's not start over because it's working so brilliantly for us, for the few at the top. You know, like Dollar Bill McGuire, the former CEO of United Healthcare, who left United Healthcare after spending a lifetime getting rich, denying other Americans life saving care, and killing his fellow Americans. He was rewarded with a $1.6 billion bonus. I, and I'm not saying that uh, I'm not stuttering. I didn't. Uh, no, I said it. Yes. B. Billion. One disgusting parasite was given $1.6 billion. That's $1.6 billion people, not people, $1.6 billion that someone was denied treatment, health care. Another day on this godforsaken goddamn blue marble. Somebody likes it. They wanted, to, they wanted another day. Or two. Except Bill McGuire needed their money. That's how the insurance racket gets rich. They don't get rich making you better. Making you healthy. They get rich denying you health care. Coming up with ways to ensure that they don't have to pay. They want your money. They want you to... Your premium, but they don't want to pay out any, any, any claims. What do you mean? If you get sick, that's that's bad for them. 
So this is why this is a, the worst. The This insurance racket is an, a needless, unnecessary, a, a parasitic kind of, I mean, it, there's nothing worse. I can't think of a worse industry. They're worse than the than any. Uh, I I mean, they're right on par with, in my opinion, the with the slaughterhouses, just death, blood, death, tears, struggle, stress, hopelessness. That's who they are. How many Americans could have been alive? We know everybody has a story because of this insurance racket and they haven't they're not letting go easily so when they're when in this ad when it's saying well, don't start over americans want choice what the fuck does that mean yeah we want choice between what living or dying or going bankrupt americans want to go to the doctor when they're sick and they don't want to have to worry about can i afford it Americans like their private health insurance? No, they don't. They like going to the doctor. And I love the way this goddamn insurance racket, these parasites, they conflate this. And that's why the show, I do a show, this show and others like it are important. So we break through the bullshit. No, no. You don't, it's not about liking your private health insurance. I want to know who, somebody, if you like your private health insurance, send me an email at contact at republicandirtytricks.com. Tell me. Well, uh, first of all, I have a condition. Get sick. If you have had a sickness, and I don't mean the flu or uh, a UTI, get really sick. And get back to me on how you like your private health insurance. Because you, if you do, I'd really like to have your head examined. I have, I've never met anybody. How, who would? Everyone that I have ever known, we all have stories, but especially those who've had to deal with catastrophic illnesses. All I know, I know someone, and I mean, we all have anecdotes, of course. A friend of mine got cancer. She, thankfully, she is Japanese. She had to go back to Japan to get treatment because she couldn't afford it here. She would be bankrupt. So she went back to Japan to get her, her citizen, her right of citizenship to get the treatment, to get so she could live without having to worry about being hounded by a collection agency for the rest of her life. Thankfully, she's still alive. Oh, I thought we had the best health care everywhere. No, you got the best anything anywhere if you're rich. So she's got some pretty good health care in, Jap- in Japan, and she didn't have to pay because she already paid. She's a citizen. That's how they... They do it in the rest of Earth. You, it's your citizenship, your right of citizenship, because they're in it together. You know, leaving no one behind and all that shit. 
I know other people too. I know people. Uh, I told you guys before. Someone I know had uh, one day, thirty-five years old, walking around. All of a sudden, had some kind of bizarre kidney malfunction. Not, I mean, out of the blue. Healthy person. What? All this. Next thing you know, she's in the ICU for a month. Uh, unconscious half the time. Out of it. Uh, uh, touch and go, life and death. She made it, and she has insurance, a good, she's a union teacher, um, a professor. Her husband's a carpenter, union carpenter, so he has insurance. She still owed over $250,000. What are you going to do with that? So while she's recovering, here goes the phone ringing. Ring, 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 ring. It's the collection agency. So now you got you to gotta, you gotta deal with this shit? Who else? I, I, I know other, I've, I've received letters from people about their experiences with the health insurance racket. How their loved ones were murdered by the health insurance racket. Yeah, that's for sure. That's why F you. Who, who did this ad? Partnership for America's Healthcare Future? Fuck you. Partnership for America's Healthcare Future? You all should be ashamed of yourselves. You should hang your head in shame. And that's why shame is a, is a valuable feeling. These people, they're, they, they hate their fellow Americans. They know that it doesn't have to be this way. They just don't want to have to figure out another way to make a living. Oh, well, even a very good living. They um, don't care if that causes the needless death of their fellow Americans. 35,000 Americans die needlessly every year because of the health insurance racket. Now, if it was the auto industry killing 35,000 Americans needlessly every year, don't you think something would be done about it? Or the pharmaceutical or whatever. If some industry, there is no other industry that is allowed to glom up all the profits from our misery, sucking profit from us like a parasite, sucks profit from a host and discards the carcass. No other industry would be allowed to kill and bankrupt. Oh, a million Americans go bankrupt needlessly every year because of health care. Well, I think it's down to uh, under a million now a year because of the ACA, but only because um, it's actually going up thanks to the Republicans because they whatever whatever um, protections were in Obamacare, you know that they have been attacking them and weakening them for for over a decade now. So on Common Dreams, Jake Johnson writes. When Democrats convene for their party's virtual convention next week amid a backdrop of a global pandemic, 
Media coverage of the event will be interspersed with insurance industry ads attacking the public option, a policy solution supported by presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden as a one-size-fits-all approach that would lead to government-controlled health care. Screw you! God damn it! Yeah, finally! I want government-controlled health care. You know why? Because that's us. I want government to say, you got to treat the American people like more than just hosts from which to suck profit. Government controlled? But they're full of shit. That's what it is. Government control. It's it's not government controlled is not government paid. Because that's what we're talking about. You still, you, it's actually, you, you go to your doctor, you'll be able, there will be, I can't talk, there will be none of this bullshit in network, out of network, uh, exclusion or copay, deductible, coinsurance. You get to go to your doctor because everybody's in network. And government controlled is. Then it's paid for. That's it. They pay the check. They send the check. They pay the bill. Because we're in this together. I hate them. These freaking greedy anti-American monsters. They sh- Why don't they wake up like Wendell Potter did? Wendell Potter, who is a insurance, he's well, he used to work for the insurance racket, but he's a human being and he couldn't stand it anymore. So now he works for the American people, doing his part to pull the covers off these ghouls, show us who they are, as we knew, uh, uh, we've always known this. They, you see, even these ads, that's not a pretty penny there. It's a lot of money to, to, how much money do you think it is to run an ad in the Democratic National Convention during the convention on the corporate media? That's a lot of money. They, that's, that's somebody getting denied care. That ad, however many times they run it, however much they paid to create it, all of that money came from somebody not getting health care. And all they can do is count on the stupidity of the American people and the division and the divisiveness and the I got mine and the fear and the smallness and the selfishness, all of that, all of the lower base aspects of the human condition. Americans want choice. Don't tell me what Americans want. We want not to die. Americans want, we don't want government control. Yes, we do. We want government to pay the bills and to say, uh, what do they do? Leave me the F alone. If I'm sick, I want to recover. I don't want to have to deal with an insurance racket telling me that this is in network, out of network, and this is a copay, a coinsurance, a co- but, but, but. 
grow you. You you wasted goddamn useless industry of death, greed and death. That's all that America stands for nowadays. Greed and death. Well, and stupidity. Greed, death, and stupidity. And nothing is more emblematic of that than the insurance racket. Absolutely. The planned digital and television ad blitz, which costs a lot of effing money, that the insurance racket has because they killed our fellow Americans and anybody who supports the insurance racket is cool with that. Um, the planned digital and television ad blitz was announced on Friday by the Partnership for America's Healthcare Future, PAHCF, a powerful coalition of insurance, pharmaceutical, and hospital industry lobbyist groups that was formed in 2018 with the goal of undermining support for Medicare for All. In strategy documents obtained by The Intercept, the Corporate Alliance expressed a desire to, quote, change the conversation around Medicare for All. Well, they know that the inevitable is coming. The American people are sick of being treated like nothing but hosts from which to suck profit. And they see, <clears throat> excuse me, the rest of the world. That's the thing with the internet. And young people see it. They don't buy the bullshit. They don't buy the scare tactics. They know people in other countries. They can get on a Zoom call immediately and speak to someone around the world. And they get it that we're the only country that doesn't have a universal health care system. And we're sick of it. Cobra? Are you kidding me? Oh, well, you can get Cobra. Who? That's why. Uh, what country in the middle of a pandemic kicks people off of health care and then says, oh, uh, you first of all, having health care attached to your job there is nothing more futile than that absolutely this is why i can't stand republicans and that we need to get the word out about this show and shows like it to wake people up that republicans and anybody who who says that um, it's a good thing or they're okay with a system where healthcare is tied to your job, that's they're they're not uh, they're not patriots, okay? Because having your healthcare tied to your job is akin to being a feudal serf, where you go and you beg your lord for some uh, for a trickle. Yes, my lord. Oh, you lost your lord? Go find another lord, and maybe that lord will trickle some benefits on you. That's not freedom. That's being a serf. You're an indentured servant. How many people, we all know stories and hear stories about Americans who can't leave jobs because they need the health care. That's not freedom. You're not free. You're a serf. And that's kind of the whole um, antithesis of what the founders rebelled against. We were supposed to be the antidote to a system like that. And 
I, we, what I talk about, everybody in, nobody out. This is all part of how we heal this country and move forward together. Everybody in, nobody out, regardless of the color of your skin, whatever your pigment is, whatever of color you are. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Um, In strategy documents, I read this already, obtained by the Intercept, the Corporate Alliance expressed a desire to change the conversation around Medicare for All and minimize the potential for this option in healthcare from becoming part of a national political party platform in 2020. Well, they want more of us to die, you see. They haven't had enough death. They need more, they need more death. To that end, PAHCF earlier this year bombarded Democratic presidential primary debates with ads attacking Medicare for All, using much of the same language as is now as, as it is now deployed against the public option. Americans want choice. Yeah, look at Americans walking so they're so happily down the street. They uh, let's see. Here we go. Here we go and trust the public option does the opposite it's government controlled health and government it's government controlled health insurance not this walking dogs not this stock footage of it's not like this stock footage of two ladies walking dogs it's government government controlled health insurance no it's not all it is is government pays the bills, bitch. A one-size-fits-all approach. That yeah, can- we don't need one-size-fits-all because I don't plan on getting cancer this year. So I- I- I'll get the health insurance my family needs. This year, I'm only going to go with the non-catastrophic plan because I don't plan on getting any cat- catastrophes this year. Right? Isn't that how it works? Next year, maybe I'll factor in a catastrophe or two. And, yeah, that's the American way. I got mine. See? Look. Look at the stock footage. I got mine. I'm walking down the street with my man and my baby, and we're great. Uh, We don't need a one-size-fits-all plan. One size fit, yeah, fucker. One size fits all, like Social Security. One size fits all, like the interstate highway. We don't like that one size fits because we're all Americans. We're rugged individuals who don't give a shit who dies. Unless we're told to give a shit, and then we're patriots, and we will mobilize and move heaven and earth to ensure that not one American life is lost. Well, if 35,000 American lives are needlessly lost every year, it's how much money does that add up to? Is, are a few people getting very rich? Then it's good. We don't move heaven and earth. We won't even move. We won't even. Fl- we won't even flick a flick. Oh look, 
Look at it's uh, our payroll taxes. Look at, oh my God, they're going to increase taxes. You mean our taxes might go up, uh, but we won't have to worry about never about going bankrupt needlessly for lack of health care, uh, or we won't have to worry about paying um, a catastrophic bill like people who are coming out of the oh, well thank god they got covid but are being handed million dollar bills no exaggeration oh my god $2300 in higher payroll taxes considering that the premium for the health insurance racket is minimum $10,000 a year that seems like a goddamn bargain to me I hate these people. Oh, we're just a couple of people of color walking down the street who don't want a public option. We don't give a shit. Look at us. We're happy. Everything is wonderful. We have a baby. Now we got a couple of people walking. Oh, very nice stock footage. Look, no, none of the people in Washington know best. The third largest government program. What? Third largest? That is outrageous. Third largest government. I love her intonation. Program. Americans want more health care choices. Yeah, choices like whether to cut your pills in half or pay your rent or pick up the phone because it might be the collection agency or it might be uh, mama's new number. I don't know, but let's just let, let it go to voicemail. Since I had cancer last year and now I have collection agencies hounding me to the ends of the earth. And lower costs. Yes, and we need lower. Everything lower, more, and bigger, and better, and less. And choice. Coverage to work together. Americans want... Don't tell me what Americans want. Uh, you know what Americans want, bitch? They want Medicare for all. That's what Americans want. That's right. People want Medicare for all. Over 70% of the American people want Medicare for all. So don't put in your tacky, stupid, greedy, uh, divisive, and disingenuous ad that Americans want more choices and lower costs. Yeah, we all want to look good and uh, less filling tastes great. But... What does that mean? Americans want more choices than lower costs. No, we want, we don't want choices. I'm so sick of this choices. We want, how, Americans want, this is the line they give us as they're destroying everything. We want choices. Yeah, I like to choose to go to the doctor. I like to choose not to have to um, sit there and worry and think that, Maybe I'm really sick, or maybe I can get over this without coming out with a $1,000 bill or more. Or even, you know, that's just putting it mildly. Americans want more choices? Yeah, we, there's so much choice. Whether to... I mean, have you ever been on 
the exchange. It's a nightmare. All the different different insurance racket levels and it's such it's so ridiculous. It's outrageous. It's expensive. It's bullshit and it sucks. It all sucks. Not because of Obamacare. In fact, Obamacare made at least made it somewhat humane in the sense that they can't deny you. Don't worry, uh, Trump is working on it, though. Twitler's working on it. But they can, it's, it's, it's enough. You got to spend your whole goddamn weekend looking over these fucking shitty plans that all suck and do nothing and hope that you never need it because if you do, you got to pay a 10000 deductible anyway. I hate them. We want more choice and lower costs? Well, then get out of the way. How about it? Insurance racket? Yeah, we want choice to to get rid of you. Get out of the way. Shut your filthy mouths. Use that money just to wrap up your 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 your, your I can't talk. Your useless your useless business. There is no need. We don't need you. You're a parasite. You're the very definition of a parasite, insurance racket. Yes, you are. Choices and lower costs, and for private coverage to work together with Medicare and. Yes, pro- we want private coverage to work together with Medicaid and Medicare. That's called a public option. You dumb fuck. It's all the confusion, though. Americans don't like Americans like. Americans choice like choice. Americans private Medicare for all and no Medicare for none. No, no. We like Medicare for some. Medicaid. Let's build on what's working. Yeah. Listen to my voice. Listen to the rising tone of my voice. Let's build. Not start over. Unreal. Not start over. Who wants to start over? Because it's working so well. Oh, fuck. I was just screaming into the microphone, and then I realized... Wait a minute. That nobody can hear me? Oh, my God. What a nightmare. My life is a nightmare. Does anybody realize how what a nightmare my life is? No. How come we lost around... We, we had a lot of people watching the show. I think when I started screaming, I lost a few people. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. If somebody becomes a patron soon... Maybe we'll have a show on Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. That's how it's going to have to work. We need more patrons. We need about a thousand more patrons or whatever. I'm I'm getting close to having a nervous breakdown, so we'll see. If you want to see that, become a patron. And maybe you'll be lucky enough to be here and witness full, right, live, me finally losing it.
Won't that be good? That that might get the show some attention then. We might actually get some more patrons. <laughs> Paradu says, don't, Queen. We need those beatdowns. Yes. I I don't know. I need you. I need you guys. Otherwise, I am I'm done. I am done. Well, before we go, we only have four minutes, so there's no need to go into something new. So I do want to say thank you for hanging out. And if you believe in the liberal media. Now, we know that this this is the liberal media. That's the thing. We're in trouble. So we need your support. We need about a thousand more patrons. And then we'll be able to do the show on a daily basis. And we'll have the Saturday shows will be our, that will be our specials. Here's one, one last thing that annoyed the hell out of me. This is uh, off topic, off the, it's not topic, just that what we were talking about. It's not about the insurance racket, but there's so many. The, the problem is we, there are so many things to talk about. <laughs> it never stops. But here's something that really irritated me. I don't oppose wearing masks, but just the government mandating that you, you, you um, have to wear a mask. You can have a protest and you can all be out there with no mask and you can be shoulder to shoulder. Bullshit. This is what pissed me off. So this was on the corporate media today. He's a mayor who he banned, they're banning, de sheriff's, the sheriff's deputy banned his deputies, or the sheriff banned the deputies from wearing masks. This in the middle of a pandemic. This is ridiculous. And then this is the mayor who says that you know, it's so unfair since everyone can go and protest without masks, but we can't go to church without them. This is their line of attack. You, No one is... is um, this is not happening. This is the problem with these Republicans. They're such victims. Oh, they heard it on Fox News. They heard it on Breitbart. But that doesn't make it true, you son of a bitch wearing masks but just the government mandating that you you the you. government mandating wearing masks now these are the same people that are like oh it's sort of um having basketball is like the uh, the troops storming the beaches of normandy right but that's when it's somebody else's life on the line but not we but wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. You know, that's government telling you what to do. We won't let government tell us what to do except what? A mandatory flag salute or tell somebody else to risk their life so you can enjoy so uh, watching people play base um basketball. You see, Republicans have their priorities. Um, have to wear a mask. You can have a protest and you can all 
be out there with no mask and you can be shoulder to shoulder. That is not true, as we see for the with the videos and the photographs. The majority of people protesting are wearing masks, but don't let the truth get in the way. Republicans, we know you. All right, my name is Tara Devlin. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. If you believe in the liberal media and know that we can't win without it, we need your support. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of humanity. And we will win. We stick together. We win. That's right. All right. Give the show a good review on iTunes. And keep coming back. It works if you work it. it you, and uh, work it, you're worth it. God damn it. And live it. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Damn, I got to get better at that. All righty. I want to thank you all for hanging out, putting up with me. And yeah, I don't even know what else to say. I'm in the probably one of the worst. I don't know. I've had some bad mental health days. It hasn't really been good lately. So uh, thanks. That's all I can say. Go over to the Discord page and hang out with us there. And I don't know. I got to do something about my broken brain. But maybe something will, something's got to give. All right, guys, I'm going to take, take off because I'm barely hanging on. And hopefully if somebody becomes a patron, we will have a show Monday, Monday or Tuesday. So become a patron. At patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. If you want the show to continue, that's what we need to do. We need you to, if you can afford it, go on over to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and support the show. So, because it's true, we are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. You know it. We're on the right side of humanity. And we stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. I will see you very soon.